0: The Links and Locks Podcast. 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 Better than most. Better than most. Better than most. (laughs) Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Four. You got real talent. Don't concentrate on golf. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Links and Locks Podcast. I'm Jason Sobel from Golfbet. Here in Augusta, no, I'm, I'm not currently in Augusta National. I, I got to leave at some point. I'm sitting in the rental house in my Georgia adorned room. There is a big UGA fan who the other 51 weeks out of the year lives in this room. I will be a dog fan for the week. There's a couple of Georgia guys out there. I, I wonder if that's a sign. Alongside with me tonight, as always, my pal Ben Everill from the PGA Tour. and We're going to go through our 18 best bets for this week's Masters Tournament. The best week of the year, Benny. Are you ready for this?
1: Oh, I'm ready, mate. I'm absolutely pumped. Uh, You know, I might argue that the players was pretty good this year, given an Aussie won it. And if we can get an Aussie winner here, perhaps the same one, hint, hint, then I'll be very happy indeed. But yeah, mate, obviously huge. It's been overshadowed a bit, hasn't it, by the man that will
0: or won't play? Um, And I think we might mention his name as well. I will take Minus. 10,000 right now that Ben Everill mentions an Aussie at some point on this podcast. I think that's a very sure bet right now. All right, let's get into it. We're going to play 18 holes, go through our 18 favorite bets for the masters this week, Benny, you're first off the tee. What you got?
1: Well, I got to go to the big T-dub, the big cat, figure out what we're going to do with Tiger Woods. Will he play? Won't he play? What's going to happen? We don't know. But what I did see, which I found quite interesting on one of the early props this week was Over, under 75 and a half for a first round score for Tiger Woods. (laughs) I'm getting on the bandwagon. I think if he's here to play, he feels he can actually play half decent. I think he'll be under 75 and a half if he does play. And I saw sort of minus 125. I want to get on the bandwagon there and wish him well. I don't want to see Tiger Woods come back and shoot 77, 79, 80. Will he do that? Maybe. Don't know. None of us have seen him, but I hope he doesn't.
0: I will get to my Tiger Woods please. I can tell you, Benny, I watched him play four holes on Monday afternoon, played the first nine here at Augusta National. I have changed my opinion just a little bit after watching Tiger. I'll tease you this much. He had a few tee shots past Justin Thomas during Ooh. their nine hole match. Oh, so you like my match. under 75 nine-hole practice round? Yes, I like the under 75 and a half a lot. <laughs> I will jump on that. I'll jump on a few others in just a little bit. Hole number two, I'm going to get to a first round leader bet. We're going to work our way up through the weekend. There's a guy that, has some value in the marketplace, both for full tournament and for first round leader. I feel like the only reason Sam Burns doesn't have a shorter number this week is because he's never played Augusta National in competition before. You know what? That used to matter a lot. I feel like these days, these guys tend to learn things pretty quickly. We think about Jordan Spieth, think about Will Zalatoris last year. Sam Burns is, he was a top 10 player in the world two weeks ago. Now he's, what, the 11th? ranked player in the world he's not far off but he's a tremendous world-class player he's going to figure it out his Thursday scoring average has been tremendous over the last two seasons 16th last year 12th this year at 45 to 1 plus 4,500 I'm firing Sam Burns first round leader
1: oh I like it young bloke who could actually start to threaten that 1979 record of first time is not winning all right I'll hold three I'll give you my first round leader and you've just being paid out on your minus 80,000 or whatever it was you put up because I am going to say from down under. Mark Leishman is a great pick for first round leader, 4,500 or more. He was the first round leader at Augusta in 2013. He's been in the top five in other years, I think 2014. He has contended a few times at Augusta. He's not in the greatest form, but... He is, by all reports, practicing very well at Augusta, loves the joint, always gets up for it early on. He'll be ready to rumble. So that's where I like my man Leash in that first-round leader category.
0: Very interesting on Leishman. It's supposed to get windy on yeah. Friday and Saturday. We always like Mark Leishman in the wind. That said, it's not going to be fast and firm. It's sort of the same combination that we had for the Players' Championship last month where it's soggy but windy. And so the ball's not going to necessarily roll out in the fairways, although it's going to roll on the green the Greens have the sub air system. And of course they're going to be as quick as they would like it to be. So fourth, all I'm sticking with my man, Sam Burns, and this is as much of a Sam Burns play as it is a Bryson DeChambeau fade. There aren't a whole lot of guys on this board that I look at and say, don't like them this week. Quite frankly, if you pick anyone in the top 30 or 40 in the world ranking, you can probably convince me, there are at least pros and cons to every single player, you can convince me of pretty much anyone you like, and I'd say, okay, I can see it. Might not be my favorite play, but at least I can see it. The one guy that I don't like is Bryson DeChambeau, he came into the interview room in the press building at Augusta National on Monday and said, look, doctors told me I shouldn't be playing right now. It really hurts. I'm not in good shape. I'm not healthy right now. He's essentially telling us, To fade him. I don't like taking minus 155 in most matchups. I will take Burns at minus 155 against Bryce. And I think that's a really smart play. You can assume that that one is going to cash right there, Benny.
1: Yeah, look, I try to stay away from the negative, as you know, working at the tour. But like if the guy himself's telling us that he's not right to go, that's a massive red flag. And you think that if things don't go amazingly from the word go for him, the give up meter, as we call it, uh, might come up pretty quickly for Bryson DeChambeau, and he might start taking on shots, trying to be a bit of a hero, and that'll obviously hurt even more. So it makes sense to sort of keep him on the negative side of your thoughts rather than the positive. Uh, All right, hole five, right? I'm sort of bringing it in this week. This week I'm going from the top 30, 20, 10 all the way down. So we're going to start with a a long shot to begin with, my long shot for this week. Robert McIntyre. Mm. I think he's 100, 110, 120, 150 even in some spots. And uh, let me tell you why I think that he could sprinkle something across the sort of top 10, 20, 30, 40 markets for Robert McIntyre. He was 12th, I believe, last time in his first mm-hmm. start at the Masters. But what caught my eye more than anything was he led the field in par breakers, the absolute most birdies slash eagles of the field last year at the Masters, which means he knows how to get the ball in the hole quickly here. He would have learnt from some of those mistakes that he did make to mean that he didn't sort of finish in the top five uh, last time out. And with that being said, I think that, you know, he might be a sneaky value way back there in the back of the field, which it's hard to find them in this one. As I said, like 91 players, all the top 30 could win. It most likely will be from the top 30 in the world rankings, by the way, that will win here uh, if history is anything to go by. But yeah, I think you got some value there in Robert McIntyre.
0: I like that. That's an interesting play. I had him in my preview this week as a potential one and done or a pick for majors pools, because you got to think about game theory a little bit. Don't be afraid to, if you've got, uh, and I'm in some of these majors pools, you've got maybe four or five picks for the entire week. Look, yeah, everyone wants to take Rom and JT and Colin Morikawa and Scotty Scheffler. At some point you go, Hey, look, if I take a guy that nobody else has, And he wins this thing. I win the entire pool. So there's definitely some game theory involved. And he's a guy I like for some of those as well. All right. Sixth hole, I'm sticking with a matchup. This one's a three ball on DraftKings. Fading Webb Simpson. He hasn't been in great health lately as far as that neck of his. Kevin Na, he's going to find a very, very long golf course for him this week. And so I'm going to take in this three ball matchup. Taylor Gooch at plus 185. Really good ball striker. Really good iron player. We all know Augusta National is a second shot golf course. So I will take a good second shot player, guy that scores with his irons and wedges and Taylor Gooch in that one.
1: Not bad, I love it. All right, let's go to hole seven. Now moving into the top 30 market. And from there, I'm going to go again with a bit of a down under flavor and a guy, I think just value. I just wanted to find some value in this uh, because as I said, with only the top 50, I believe, and ties making the cut, basically the guys that make that cut that you've got to look at for this market. And Cam Davis, another debutante, with a long game that can handle the wind, I think at 275 he can sneak his way into that top 30 and give you some value in a market that, generally speaking, has negative or minus or plus 100s, 100, 120. Uh, look for the big hitting, bombing Aussie to push his way into the top 30 on debut.
0: He's where? Where's he from?
1: He's a Sydney boy. Oh, he's from Australia.
0: Oh, yeah. oh, oh, now.
1: Okay. I, I played with that. Tiger, by the way, on Sunday. They got some valuable advice from Tiger. Wasn't overawed by the situation. Again, he's got a bit of a chip on his shoulder. He knows that not many people are thinking that he can do much in these big events, but he'd like to prove them wrong.
0: How cool is that? Cam Davis shows up at Augusta National for the first time. They're like, there's Tiger. You want to play with this guy? He's like, wow, what a. The welcoming yeah. committee here is fantastic. Yeah. This is so nice. All right. I will go with my eighth hole. There's a five-man group bet on DraftKings. Uh, There's Abraham Answer in there. Then there's some guys with some serious history at Augusta National. Justin Rose, who has one of the best scoring averages there of all time. Bubba Watson, two-time champion. Sergio Garcia, champion. And I'm taking a guy over all four of those guys. Max Homa, four straight top 20 finishes coming in. He's rounding into some really good form. I don't think he's scared of the big event whatsoever, plus at 330 in that group. He's going to be the guy that most people look at and say, he's not the big name. I don't like Homa there, but I think Homa has a really nice week this week. Max Homa is just the right temperament for this tournament. Now, any tournament, to be honest,
1: I feel like he's always going to be in a positive frame of mind and always be ready to do his best, you know, amongst anyone he plays against. I think he's got that competitive edge too. So I do like that. All right, let's finish off this front nine then, mate, with a top 20 play. Again, I've gone for value here, and I like a man who – a bit of a chance there last week at the Valero-Texas Open. Uh, Didn't ultimately get it done, but has been trending towards getting back towards his best of late. And that is Gary Woodland, Mm. 250 for a top 20. Can he win? Possibly. Like he could be one of those out-of-the-blocks winners that we haven't seen in a while. But more likely, I think he probably contends again. Could sneak up on a few people. And the value there for a top 20 at 250 for a guy who's won a major championship before Pebble Beach, no less, is something that I didn't mind the look of. He gets a bit shaky. I sit down the stretch in the
0: last few times, but he only, if we're only looking at top 20, I like what Gary Woodland gives us. I've got a top 20 play for you too. But first, Benny, you and I are going to make the turn. As we make the turn, tell all the listeners out there about the PGA Tour Pick'Em Live. PGA Tour Pick'Em Live, a great free game to play
1: at pgatour.com where essentially you are uh, trying to make, Free bets like you would have own coins and points instead of actual money. No risk, but all the upside in that. There's $5,000 worth of cash and prizes to win here. Free registration. Have a crack. You pick your winner, your top 10 and your top 20 early in the week. And you can change those at any stage when the markets are open. So if you've made a pick and he sucks, you can jump off and jump on another guy without losing your money, without losing your cash. And There's also each round has its own three bets as well, whether it be a three ball matchup, Uh, make the cut, miss the cut in the first rounds, first round leader, all these things are there and you can interact with as it happens and learn, if you will, how to make these bets in real
0: time without the risk. I like that. This is a nice little way for people to get into. Maybe, you know, you're saying, I want to tip a toe into gambling. Uh, It's master's week. It's a good week to do it, but I don't really know how this is a great way to start off. And as you've explained it to me, Benny, you want to take a chance. So take the player with the biggest odds that you think can actually cash. So I'm going to go with my winner for this. Tony Finau, Tony Finau, 80 to one in some places. He definitely has some win equity. I get it. All those Tony Finau betters over the years who have lost money everywhere, except for two events that he's won in the past seven years. are looking at it saying Tony Finau win equity. I tell you what, he's got the talent to win on this golf course. So I'll take him for my winner. Luke List, who lives here in Augusta, the proverbial sleeping in his own bed narrative. He's also yep. third on the PGA tour in strokes gained T to green. Oh, by the way, i not played his best golf since winning at Torrey Bynes, but I think he's going to have a good week this week. And then for my top 20, another guy who's had a really nice start to the year. Another guy who's a really good ball striker. He's the quintessential. He's not flashy. He's just solid. Tom Hoagie.
1: Love it, mate. Yeah. Well, for me, I would be looking at someone like Mark Leishman 7,000 on points bet for the winner. I think he can get it done. I mentioned him earlier. McIntyre, who I said I liked as a smoky top 10, 800. You could lock that in early with Point Spets Market. And for a real long shot out there, the top 20, 1,000 or 10 to 1 on Takumi Kanaya to keep the Ooh. Japanese flavor going. Did all right there in the match play. And had a bit of a crack. And, you know, maybe, as I said, given that you're looking for big value early in this, you can always change them if they tank in round one. That's why we don't start with the big names early. We go for the long odds and then go from there. And as I said, get to... Pick them Enter for free. Try to win some cash and have some fun.
0: Love it. All right. Let's get to the second nine, as they call it, at Augusta National. I will start off with the top 20 play on Mr. Tiger Woods. Officially, right now, as we speak, Monday evening, he is not in the field, but Benny, I watched him play. He's in the field. He's playing. He's playing well. I came into the week saying, look, if you want a little punt on Tiger, top 40. He's never finished outside the top 40 and 21 career starts as a professional at the masters. I'm revising that after watching him. I was going to have my, I, th- I thought it was very high on my ranking of the overall field somewhere in the low to mid twenties. I watched him play and I said, I got to move him up inside the top 20. So I'm putting a top 20 on Tiger woods plus plus one fifty. Don't love the number. Never going to get a great number on Tiger. Deal with it. If you like them, if you want a ticket, if you want to root for them this week and have some investment, there you go. Top 20 on Tiger at plus 150. Love it. As I said, I saw that under 75 and a half and thought, I know it's not great at minus
1: 125, but you want a reason to get on board? If you haven't got one already, grab one. And that's a good yeah. reason you've given. Yeah. Um, 11th hole for me. I'm now down to my top 10 pick. I'm going to go with a man who contended at a previous Masters, the last one, could have had a chance to win it if he just had a few things go his way. And that's Will Zalatoris, Mm. 300 in some spots for a top 10. We're talking about second stroke golf course. Uh, We're talking about that a lot. And he is way up there in greens in regulation on tour and way up there in strokes gained approach. Because of that, I can't discount him. I know he's had some putter issues over the last little bit, but in the match play, there were times where he made some massive putts and showed that he could do it under pressure. So I think that Zalatoris can once again contend for a top 10 there at 250. I'm
0: going to skip over what I originally had for the 12th hole, and I'm going to go to my 14th hole instead, because it's keeping with the theme. I've got Will Zalatoris for a top five play. I just saw so much potential from him at this event last year. It's a perfect golf course for him. And what I saw a few weeks ago at the match play is, here's a guy, happy learned how to putt, He'd figured out how to roll that rock on the greens. And I don't know, maybe it's still a honeymoon period, but uh, there's no better place to honeymoon than Augusta, Georgia. So Will Zalatoris, I think, has another big week in store here at the Masters, plus 600, by the way, for that top five.
1: All right. Well, I guess we're now at the 13th hole for my top five. Now, look, I usually stay away from favorites, but I had to give this guy a run somewhere. And John Rahm, for me, is not necessarily my favorite winner. So I'm going to put him in the top five. It's 230 for a top five. Why do I like John Rahm, even though he's not been playing well of late? Well, quite simply because, as we've just sort of said, look, we've had 25 winners from when Tiger won in uh, 97. 19 of those 25 winners have been in the top 10 that week in greens in regulation. Eight of those were ranked first in that stat that week when they won. Comparatively, fairways, accuracy, only five of 25 have been in the top 10 that week. Putts, only 10 of 25 have been that week. It's all about the approach. And who is leading Greens and Reg on tour this year so far? None other than John Rahm. So not great form coming in, but it's the type of place where he could just find it. I'm not confident enough to put him in the outright, but I am confident to think he can contend in the top five, 230 for me.
0: I like it. And you just talked about approach shots, talked about iron shots. Benny, who is the best iron player on the PGA Tour right now? Maybe Morikawa or Hovland? You might think so. Morikawa, Hovland, maybe Justin Thomas, Will Zalatoris. who we just mentioned. Corey Connors is tremendous. And yet leading the PGA Tour in strokes gained on approach shots, this Russell is Russell Henley. There you go. I knew you were <laughs> going to get there. A top 10 on Russell Henley. Look, others in the analytics industry use the oxymoronic term of positive regression, which is what he is doing. He is like the baseball pitcher who's 7-12 with a 260 ERA and uh, is due for some more wins at some point, just based on how well he's pitching. Russell Henley is a guy that I think that good result is coming. He's played well, hasn't missed a cut yet this season. In fact, he's made the cut in 15 straight, top 10, plus 250 for Russell Henley. As I sit in what looks like the UGA dorm room over here with uh, with Georgia Bulldogs logos all over the place, I, I got to pick a dog. I actually had him here on my shortlist and didn't
1: slot him, but I had him on a shortlist for. 40, 30, 20, 10, and even five. He gives you value across the board exactly for that reason. Leads in strokes gained on approach this year. On occasion, is pretty decent with the flat stick, too. That is definitely a sleeper to, to keep an eye on. Uh, great pick that. hole 15. Mm-hmm. All right. So, my last two are going to be my outright picks, if you will. And um, I'm going to start with an American who I was pretty gung ho on a couple of weeks ago going into the match play. I still think he's trending in the direction, and it's former champion Dustin Johnson. At 16 to 1, I have a really good feeling about him. I'm not sure why. 24 tour wins. T9 at the players. Fourth at the match, as I just mentioned. He won this in 2020. But it also, people say, oh, that was November. Different course. Well, in 15, he was sixth. In 16, he was fourth. In 18, he was tenth. In 19, he was second. He's 81 under on the par fives at uh, Augusta National over his career. That's where he's going to make his hay. All he needs to do, literally went deep dive on Dustin Johnson. If he is to contend, Really, where he needs to make sure he does okay, holes 17 and 18. his two worst mm. holes. If he just gets it around in par, even one over for the week on both of those, he will be in the top five. He will be pushing for another victory. So Dustin Johnson, 16, 17, 18 to one, depending on where you go. I just think he's trending in the right direction.
0: Very, very interesting. You and I picked the exact same strategy, saving two outrights for the end of this, which we, we didn't even talk about that. I swear we never talk about these plays before we get on the pod. And then we have some of the same players, some of the same strategies, but on the 16th hole, I will go with a guy that as of a few weeks ago, he was my favorite outright play. I've been saying his name for Augusta for about six months. Now, recent form has been soured on him just a little bit, just enough to put him second on my list, but not enough to keep me away from playing some outrights on him, especially At the number that he's drifted to, which is 25 to 1 plus 2,500 on Patrick Cantlay, who owns all the talent in the world, I think he can go out there and win this golf tournament. In fact, people forget he led on the back nine in 2019 before Tiger Woods came and stole that green jacket. But Patrick Cantlay is a guy that is going to win a major. It's not going to take him much longer. I look at the last three starts, a 33rd at the Genesis, a miscut at the players, and then didn't reach the weekend at the match play individually, you can look at each one and sort of wave it off together. You look at all three and you say, Oh, well, he hasn't been playing that well. doesn't scare me too much. He's not that far off from playing some really good golf. I think it's coming this week. He was the
1: one, the FedEx Cup champ. I literally put a big question mark there because I just didn't know which way to go. Like you you can make a case both ways, but I'm with you. I'm on the camp that I feel like if anything, he's going to come out the top end of it this week. And he's going to love the fact that no one's really talking about him. He's going to love that, you know, he's not in the top line of conversation. Definitely a good pick there. All right, well, last one for me, 17th hole. Surprise, surprise. Players champion, Cameron Smith. Do I love the 14, 16 to 1 that you're grabbing from the start? No. But if he wins, who cares? You're going to cash on that. Look, again, who's in the top 10 on tour for both greens in reg and strokes gain on approach? Cameron Smith. Who just went lights out at the players, including putting the dots off the ball? Cameron Smith. Who's well rested, which isn't a problem for one Cameron Smith. Remember, he won in record fashion at Kapalua off a big break. Cameron Smith. He did that by taking on the current world number one at the time, John Rahm, over the head to head over the last two rounds. He is made for this. He's unflappable. He won't be worried about any of the extra pressure or any of the expectation. He can absolutely become the first person and only other person since Tiger to win the players and the Masters in the same year. You said you had a guy you've been on all year. I was on Cam Smith to win this thing from the start of the year before, Kapalua.
0: He's just ready. All right, I like that play. 14, 16 to one on Cam Smith is nice, but I'm going to take my 20 to one on a four-time major champion who tends to get up for major championships. I didn't really believe it the first time. I said, "Eh, he can't just flip the switch and start playing his best golf didn't believe it the second time the third time i thought oh maybe there's something to this there's a trend by the fourth one i'm like okay i get it brooks kepka doesn't care about the other events and then he shows up and plays his best golf at majors well here's the thing this week brooks Kepka's actually been playing some really good golf this year he's healthy he's motivated he's got that chip on his shoulder you know he loves having a chip on his shoulder he loves having people doubt him he loves being questioned hey do you think there are 20 players better than you in the world uh, after he was ranked 21st earlier this year? Is it not, definitely not. I'm going to show them. I'm going to beat that. I, he's mad at the world ranking formula that has him down there. He's mad at everybody. I love it. <laughs> Use that as motivation. Brooks Kepka at 20 to one this week. I think that's a spectacular number for a guy who we know is going to be there down the stretch, Benny. Honestly, like the two big question marks
1: I had, which I wanted to pick, but just didn't know if I could go there. BK and Cantley. And goes. they're the two you've just put out for outright winner. So like they were ones that I had a good feeling about. Just something kept me back and went to the other two instead. But the fact that you've gone hard on those two means that clearly we're onto something and maybe there's a toss up to four together to finish in a parlay in the top 10 and you might get something massive.
0: Yeah, I like that. How about DJ, Cam Smith, Cantley, Kepka? all the finish in the top 10. That would be a nice parlay. All right. Thanks so much, Betty Everill. Thanks to the listeners out there. Good luck with all your plays this week. Remember, you can find the links and watch podcast everywhere. If you listen to your favorite podcasts, subscribe, download, rate. And yes, listen to us, not just this week for masters week, but every single week. Good luck with all your bets. Here's open to you. Hit the green.